In Haverstick v. Haverstick, 2021 ARC 233, the Arkansas Supreme Court affirmed an order probating a will and appointing a personal representative and rejected challenges to the lower court's jurisdiction premised upon lack of a hearing below. Justice Womack explained, Appellates John Haverstick Jr. and Jerry Haverstick appealed the circuit court's dismissal of their motion to set aside an order probating their father's will and appointing their stepmother, Appalee Frances Haverstick, as personal representative of John Haverstick Sr.'s estate. In that same motion, John Jr. and Jerry contested the validity of the will and, in an amended motion, alleged that Francis unduly influenced John Sr. to dilute his son's share of an annuity, payable upon his death. The circuit court found that the will was valid and the Court of Appeals affirmed. Haverstick v. Haverstick, 2021, ARC App 260. Because sufficient evidence in the record supports the result reached by the circuit court, we affirm. After John Sr.'s death, Frances petitioned to probate his will and appoint herself as executrix. The same day she filed the petition, the circuit court entered an order admitting the will to probate and appointing Frances as executrix. Just under two months after the circuit court entered the order, John Jr. and Jerry filed a motion to set aside the order probating the will and appointing Frances as the executrix. In doing so, they contested the validity of the will and later alleged that Francis unduly influenced John Sr. to change the distribution of his annuity. In her response, Francis asked the circuit court to dismiss John Jr. and Jerry's motion. The circuit court scheduled a hearing where it heard testimony concerning, inter alia, the relationships between the parties, the formation of the will, and the mental and physical condition of John Sr. At the conclusion of the hearing, the circuit court found that the will was valid and that there was neither a confidential relationship nor undue influence. John Jr. and Jerry timely appealed the circuit court's order to the Court of Appeals, arguing that the circuit court did not have jurisdiction and that it improperly granted Francis's motion to dismiss their motion to set aside. The Court of Appeals affirmed the circuit court on both points and John Jr. and Jerry timely filed a petition for review, which this court granted. Appellants raised two arguments before this court. First, the circuit court did not have jurisdiction to probate the will or appoint an executrix because John Jr. and Jerry did not receive notice of the petition. Second, the circuit court erred when it found that the will was valid and not a product of undue influence. Specifically, John Jr. and Jerry claimed that the circuit court erroneously placed the burden on them to prove undue influence. As a covered probate order, this court has jurisdiction to hear this appeal, Arkansas Rule of Appellate Procedure Civil 2A12. End of quote. The Supreme Court ruled the probate court had jurisdiction and rejected arguments that lack of a hearing changed the result. The opinion noted appellate never objected or requested a hearing below. Quote, Nothing in the record indicates that the circuit court held a hearing on Francis's petition, and appellants argue that they were entitled to one. Therefore, according to the appellants, the failure to hold a hearing and, relatedly, 
to provide notice was contrary to the requirements of Section 2840.110. This failure, they claim, deprives the Court of Jurisdiction to consider the petition under Section 2840.101c. As noted, a hearing is required only if someone opposes a petition for probate or for appointment of an executor. ID Section 2840.110a. John Sr. died on May 2, 2018. On May 21, 2018, Frances filed her petition to probate his will and appoint herself as executrix. There is no evidence in the record that, during the intervening 19 days, John Jr. or Jerry opposed the probating of the will or appointment of Francis as executrix for the estate. End of quote. The appellants argued there was undue influence on the testator and that the trial court incorrectly passed the burden to them. While the trial court incorrectly ruled there was no confidential relationship between decedent and his wife, the Supreme Court, in its de novo review, reasoned there was otherwise no error in holding there was no undue influence. Quote, When a confidential relationship exists between a testator and a beneficiary, a presumption of undue influence arises, and the beneficiary bears the burden of rebutting the presumption. A marriage creates a confidential relationship, as does holding power of attorney over another. Here we have both. On appeal, Francis concedes that there is a confidential relationship, recognizing that she and John Sr. had been married for 13 years. She also held power of attorney for him. These facts alone are sufficient to establish a confidential relationship, giving rise to a presumption of undue influence, and the circuit court clearly erred when it failed to make such finding. At this point, the burden shifted to Francis to rebut the presumption of undue influence. Even though Francis did not present her own case to rebut this presumption, her attorney informed the court that to do so would be futile, as she would mimic the testimony that the brothers elicited during their case. Thus, the circuit court had heard all necessary testimony to make a ruling on undue influence. Although the circuit court did not overtly state that it required Francis to rebut the presumption, our de novo review of the evidence clearly supports its conclusion that there was no undue influence. During the presentation of the brothers' case, Francis's one would-be witness the attorney who drafted the will, testified that John Sr. met with him alone, without Francis present, and discussed the nature and extent of his property and to whom he wished for it to go. The drafting attorney would have presented this same testimony to rebut the presumption of undue influence had Francis presented her case. Relatedly, neither John Jr. nor Jerry offered any evidence to show that their father lacked capacity when he signed the will. Their testimony focused on his poor physical condition at the time he amended the will, which is inapposite when considering his mental capacity as a testator. Additionally, Francis testified that it was John Sr.'s idea to change his will, citing John Jr. and Jerry's lack of contact with him. The testimony of both Francis and the attorney who drafted the will sufficiently rebutted any presumption of undue influence. Under our de novo review, we find that the evidence supports the circuit court's conclusion that there was no undue influence, even though there was a confidential relationship. The testimony presented rebutted the presumption of undue influence 
making it unnecessary for Frances to put on repetitive testimony during her case. At that point, she simply rested, inviting the court to make a ruling on the merits, which it did. End of quote. Justice Baker wrote a concurring opinion and was joined by Chief Justice Kemp. Quote, Here, considering our rules of interpretation and giving words their plain and ordinarily accepted meaning, Arkansas Code Annotated Section 2840-108 provides that if an interested party desires to be notified before a will is admitted to probate, then a demand for notice must be filed with the clerk. Further, under the plain language of Arkansas Code Annotated Sections 2840-109 and 2840-110, failure to oppose a petition or file a demand for notice means the circuit court may hear the matter immediately without requiring notice. Here, John Jr. and Jerry did not file a demand for notice pursuant to Art Code N Section 2840-108. John Jr. and Jerry argue that Francis should have known that John Jr. and Jerry would oppose the petition. However, the plain language of Art Code N Section 2840-110 considers the petition only at the time of filing. When Francis filed the petition, no opposition and no demand for notice had been filed with the circuit court. As a result, the circuit court could hear the petition immediately and without notice. Accordingly, the circuit court had jurisdiction to admit the petition probating the will and appointing Francis as personal representative. Therefore, I would affirm the circuit court's ruling on this point. End of quote. The concurring opinion agreed in other respects as well. Quote, Here, once a confidential relationship was established, Francis must rebut the presumption that there was no undue influence arising out of the confidential relationship. However, despite this, the record demonstrates that rather than shifting the burden to Francis once the confidential relationship was established, the circuit court placed the burden on John Jr. and Jerry to demonstrate undue influence. These two findings, lack of confidential relationship, and John Jr. and Jerry's failure to demonstrate undue influence are erroneous. Nevertheless, based on the record before us and our standard of review, I would affirm on this point. End of quote. Justice Webb dissented without a separate opinion. Arkansas Code Annotated Section 2840.110, Notice of Hearing on Petitions, provides in pertinent part If the petition for probate or for the appointment of a general personal representative is opposed, or if a demand for notice has been filed under the provisions of Section 2840.108, the court shall, and in all other cases the court may, fix a time and place for a hearing on the petition. End of quote. End of decision.